Krishna. You are very cruel. You should not talk like that. We are full-fledged, surrendered souls. Please accept us and don't talk in that cruel way. Of course, you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead and you can do whatever you like. But it is not worthy of your position to treat us in such a cruel way. We have come to you, leaving everything behind, just to take shelter of your lotus feet. We know you are completely independent, and you can do whatever you like. But we request you, don't reject us. We are your devotees. You should accept us as Lord Narayan accepts his devotees. There are many devotees of Lord Narayan who worship him for salvation, and he awards them salvation. Similarly, how can you reject us when we have no other shelter than your lotus feet? Oh dear Krishna, you are the supreme instructor. There is no doubt about it. Your instructions to women to be faithful to their husbands and to be merciful to their children, to take care of homely affairs, and to be obedient to the elderly members of the family, are surely just according to the tenets of Shastras. But we know also that all these instructions of the Shastras may be observed perfectly by keeping oneself under the protection of your lotus feet. Our husbands, friends, and family members, and children are all dear and pleasing to us, only because of your presence, for you are the super-soul of all living creatures. Without your presence, one is worthless. When you leave the body, the body immediately dies. And according to the injunctions of the Shastra, a dead body must immediately be thrown in a river or burned. Therefore, ultimately, you are the dearmost personality in this world. By placing our faith and love in your personality, there is no chance of our being bereft of husband, friends, sons, or daughters. If a woman accepts you as the supreme husband, then she will never be bereft of her husband, as in the bodily concept of life. If we accept you as our ultimate husband, then there is no question of being separated, divorced, or widowed. You are the eternal husband, eternal son, eternal friend and eternal master. And one who enters into a relationship with you is eternally happy. Since you are the teacher of all religious principles, your lotus feet first have to be worshipped. Accordingly, the Shastras state, Acharya Upasana, the worship of your lotus feet is the first principle. Besides that, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, you are the only enjoyer, you are the only proprietor, and you are the only friend. As such, 
we have come to you. Leaving aside all so-called friends, society, and love, and now you have become our enjoyer. Let us be everlastingly enjoyed by you. Be our proprietor, for that is your natural claim. And be our supreme friend, for you are naturally so. Let us thus embrace you as the Supreme Beloved. Please do not discourage our long-cherished desires to have you as our husband. Any intelligent man who cares for his own self-interest reposes all his loving spirit in you. Persons who are simply misled by external energy who want to be satisfied by false concepts, try to enjoy themselves apart from you. The so-called husband, friend, son, daughter, or father and mother are all simply sources of material misery. No one is made happy in this material world by having a so-called father, mother, husband, son, daughter, and friend. Although the father and mother are expected to protect the children, there are many children who are suffering for want of food and shelter. There are many good physicians, but when a patient dies, no physician can revive him. There are many means of protection, but when one is doomed, none of the protective measures can help. And without your protection, the so-called sources of protection simply become sources of continued distress. We therefore appeal to you, dear Lord of all lords, please do not kill our long-cherished desires to have you as our supreme husband. Dear Krishna, as women, we are certainly satisfied when our hearts are engaged in the activities of family affairs. But our hearts have already been stolen by you. We can no longer engage them in family affairs. Besides that, you are asking us repeatedly to return home, and that is a very appropriate instruction. But unfortunately, we have been stunned here. Our legs have no power to move a step from your lotus feet. Therefore, even if at your request we return home, what shall we do there? We have lost our capacity to act without you. Instead of engaging our hearts in family affairs as women, we have now developed a different kind of lust which is continually blazing in our hearts. Now we request you, dear Krishna, to extinguish that fire with your beautiful smile and the transcendental vibration emanating from your lips. If you do not agree to do us this favor, we shall certainly be burned in the fire of separation. In that condition... We shall simply think of you and your beautiful features and give up our bodies immediately. In that way, 
we think it will be possible for us to reside at your lotus feet in the next life. Dear Krishna, if you say that if we go home, our respective husbands will satisfy the lusty flame of our desire, we can only say that that is no longer possible. You have given us a chance to be enjoyed by you in the forest and have touched our breast once in the past, which we accept as a blessing, as did the goddesses of fortune, who are enjoyed in the Vaikuntha Lokas by you. Since we have tasted that transcendental enjoyment, we are no longer interested in going to anyone but you for the satisfaction of our lust. Dear Krishna, the lotus feet of the goddess of fortune are always worshipped by the demigods. Although she is always resting on your chest, in the Vaikuntha planets. She underwent great austerity and penance to have some shelter at your lotus feet, which are always covered by Tulsi leaves. Your lotus feet are the proper shelter of your servitors, and the goddess of fortune, instead of abiding on your chest, comes down and worships your lotus feet we have now placed ourselves under the dust of your lotus feet. Please do not reject us, for we are fully surrendered souls. Dear Krishna, you are known as Hari. You destroy all the miseries of all living entities, specifically of those who have left their homes and family attachment and have completely taken to you. We have left our homes with the hope that we shall completely devote and dedicate our lives to your service. We are simply begging to be engaged as your servants. We do not wish to ask you to accept us as your wives. Simply accept us as your maidservants. Since you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead and like to enjoy the Parakya Ras and are famous as a transcendental woman hunter, we have come to satisfy your transcendental desires. We are also after our own satisfaction, for simply by looking at your smiling face, we have become very lusty. We have come before you decorated with all ornaments and dress. But until you embrace us, all our dresses and beautiful features remain incomplete. You are the Supreme Person, and if you complete our dressing attempt as the Purusha Bhushana, or the male ornament, then all our desires and bodily decorations are complete. Dear Krishna, we have simply been captivated by seeing you with tilak and earrings and by seeing your beautiful face covered with scattered hair and your extraordinary smile. Not only that, but we are also attracted by your arms, which always give assurance to the surrendered souls. And although we are attracted by your chest, 
which is always embraced by the goddess of fortune. We do not wish to take her position. We shall simply be satisfied by being your maidservants. If you, however, accuse us of encouraging prostitution, then we can only ask where is that woman within the three worlds who is not captivated by your beauty and the rhythmic songs vibrated by your transcendental flute. Within these three worlds, there is no distinction between men and women in relation to you, because both men and women belong to the marginal potency, or prakriti. No one is actually the enjoyer or the male. Everyone is meant to be enjoyed by you. There is no woman within these three worlds who cannot but deviate from her path of chastity when she is attracted to you. Because your beauty is so sublime that not only men and women, but cows, birds, beasts, and even trees, fruits, and flowers, everyone and everything become enchanted. And what to speak of ourselves? It is, however, definitely decided that as Lord Vishnu is always protecting the demigods from the onslaught of demons, so you have also advented in Brindavan just to give the residents protection from all kinds of distress. Oh, dear friend of the distressed, please place your hand on our burning breasts as well as on our heads, because we have surrendered unto you as your eternal maidservants. If you think, however, that your lotus palms might be burned to ashes if placed on our burning breasts, let us assure you that your palms will feel pleasure instead of pain, as the lotus flower, although very delicate and soft, enjoys the scorching heat of the sun.